Welcome to Come Follow Me Mental Health Insights with Dr. David Morgan. Each week we'll review a concept from the Come Follow Me lesson and talk about applications to improve our mental and emotional health. Hi, welcome to episode four of season three. This week we are studying 1 Nephi chapters 11 through 15. And in these chapters, we essentially get what today's generation might call bonus content regarding regarding Lehi's vision of the tree of life. Lehi had already had his vision and he had shared it with his family. And remember, the vision was allegorical. The elements were of people wandering, the rod of iron, mists of darkness, a white glowing tree, a huge building with no foundation. And I'm sure while these things were likely to uh, fascinating to listen to, they could also so- cause some confusion as to what they actually meant. We know for sure that Laman and Lemuel could not understand the deeper meanings of the vision, and we'll talk about their reaction in a little bit. But it also seems that Nephi also didn't quite understand, based on some of the questions that he asked. When faced with a problem that he couldn't answer, let's look at what he did. This is in First Nephi chapter 11 and verse 1. Quote, for it came to pass after I desired to know the things that my father had seen and believing that the Lord was able to make them known unto me, as I sat pondering in my heart, I was caught away in the spirit of the Lord, yea, into an exceedingly high mountain, which I had never before seen and upon which I had never before set my foot. Nephi goes on to interact directly with the Holy Ghost and then has an angel guide him through a marvelous vision where Nephi gets his questions answered regarding the elements of his father's vision, in addition to seeing many more things that were relevant to the future of his people and the American continent. What was key in Nephi's approach to this problem was the fact that he believed that he could solve it or that someone else could help him solve it. Let's review again his statement in 1 Nephi 11 verse 1. It says, For it came to pass... After I had desired to know the things that my father had seen, and believing that the Lord was able to make them known unto me. This belief in the possibility of a successful answer to his question is more important than people realize. Let's contrast Nephi's approach to that of Laman and Lemuel. After Nephi finishes his amazing vision, he finds his brothers who are still puzzling over the meaning of their father's dream. They can't understand the elements, and they are frustrated because of their lack of insight. Nephi, having just received the answers to all of his questions about the vision, plus getting additional information, knows the power of asking the Lord for help. As Nephi discovers his brother's confusion, they have the following interaction, and that's in 1 Nephi chapter 15, starting in verse 6. And it came to pass that after I had received strength, I spake unto my brethren, desiring to know of them the cause of their disputations. And they said, Behold, we cannot understand the words which our father hath spoken concerning the natural branches of the olive tree, and also concerning the Gentiles. And I said unto them, Have ye inquired of the Lord? And they said unto me, We have not, for the Lord maketh no such thing known unto us. Behold, I said unto them, How is it that ye do not keep the commandments of the Lord? How is it that ye will perish because of the hardness of your hearts? Notice the difference between the two approaches. Earlier, Nephi asked in faith, believing that the Lord could make those things known unto him. 
Laman and Lemuel hadn't even asked in prayer at all because they believed that God would not make those things known unto them. Nephi's belief in a good outcome led to action and results. Laman and Lemuel's belief in a poor outcome led to inaction and frustration. This principle is so important when talking about mental health issues and emotional resilience. Uh, in my latest book, Enduring the Refiner's Fire, I talk about seven different principles of emotional resilience. One of those is called personal competence, and it is clearly highlighted by this example of Nephi and his brothers. Uh, personal competence can be defined as the belief in one's ability to set and achieve goals. And it's as simple as this. When we believe that we can do something, or when we believe that we can move forward beyond a trial, then we are automatically strengthened and enabled to do it. And the reverse applies as well. If we believe that we cannot do something, then our power to move forward is automatically decreased. Uh, here's a quote from the book. Quote, if you believe your car won't start, you probably won't turn the key. If you believe you won't get accepted to college, you might not apply. Perhaps the car runs fine or your prospects for college admission are good, but if you don't act, those outcomes are forever unknown. Having sufficient confidence and belief in oneself is essential to achieving goals and rising above tribulation. If you are faced with a daunting task but believe you cannot succeed, chances are you will be hesitant to even try. Such situations result in greater distress and increased lack of confidence. But the truth is you are more competent than you realize. You just need to come to believe this for yourself. The truth is, all of us have the capacity to get beyond our problems, whether we have the ability within ourselves or whether, whether there are people who can help us succeed. We all have access to these resources. Believing that we are capable of moving forward is essential in changing our lives for the better. And there's another bit of truth in these chapters that highlights this concept, for, but from a different angle. It's from the angle of the importance of believing correct things and having accurate information to move forward. As Nephi sees the future of his people, he sees how the Bible will lose many of its essential truths over time, thus creating the need for the Book of Mormon. And we know about this. There's been um, discussions of the Bible through its many translations, losing some of those plain and precious truths, and even potential bad actors in that process uh, changing things. In 1 Nephi uh, chapter 13, verse 29, we read, quote, And after these plain and precious, precious things were taken away, it, meaning the Bible, goeth forth unto all the nations of the Gentiles. And after it goeth forth unto all the nations of the Gentiles, yea, even across the many waters which thou hast seen with the Gentiles which have gone forth out of captivity, thou seest, because of the many plain and precious things which have been taken out of the book, which were plain unto the understanding of the children of men, according to the plainness which is in the Lamb of God, because of these things which are taken away out of the gospel of the Lamb, and exceedingly many and exceedingly great many do stumble, yea, insomuch that Satan hath great power over them. I was struck by the idea that many people stumbled and fell into bad ways, not because of the presence of negative things, but simply because of the absence of truth. It's not enough to rid our minds of negative and untrue thoughts. We need to replace them with accurate and positive beliefs. 
We need to believe in ourselves. We need to believe in our ability to make better choices. We need to believe in our potential to move past difficulties and to improve our mental health. If the only thing you do to manage your mental health is to accept the fact that you can do something about it and that someday you'll feel better, you're already ahead of the game. Now, that's not the only thing that you need to do, but it is the first step. If we don't take that step, then we're going to remain stuck. I have full confidence in everyone's ability to make changes in their lives and to achieve better mental and emotional health. And I invite you to achieve that same confidence for yourself. I always end my podcast episodes with an invitation to act and invite you to give prayerful consideration to which of these invitations would be good for you to do. Here's this week's invitation. On a scale of one to five, with one being low, how confident are you in your ability to improve your mental health, either through your own abilities or being able to access help from others? And then secondly, list three resources, either within yourself or from others, that you can use to improve your mental health. I have free worksheets that you can download to help you remember and implement the weekly invitations. To find out how to get these, just sign up for my email newsletter, and you can find that link in the show notes. Also, please subscribe so you can easily access new podcast episodes each week, and I invite you to share this podcast with others um, so they can be helped as well. And there's written transcripts of the podcast. You can find that link in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this is Dr. David Morgan reminding you that change is possible, but change requires action and to always keep moving forward. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, please visit Dr. Morgan's website at www.drdavidtmorgan.com.